Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. You're listening to Your Community Spirit. We come at you every Friday morning from 10 to 10.30. And we believe we have a special guest ready to speak to us on the phone. Uh, But first, we'll get some music queued up for you while we prepare that. So uh, we've actually got a song. This is a song from the Parsley and Sagebrush Band from their uh, new album, Life Goes On. I'm playing that because we've got a related happening. In the meantime, here's the song. Green arching pines embrace me with shade. Oak spirits sing me a sweet lullaby. Unfettered, my soul lifts high above the ground. Soaring with tree folk, life truly goes round. Lives high above the ground, soul. 
And we are back. That was a, excuse me there, that was a portion of the song from A Life Goes On, the new Parsley and Sagebrush album. They're actually coming to play at the Yellow Moon Cafe. Uh, that'll be later tonight. But first, before we get to that, we have our special guest on the phone. So can you hear us now, Or? Good day. Ah, hello. So what are you up to today here? Apparently not in the studio, so... Nope, um, I am in a little town called Oregon, um, near Rockford, Illinois, setting up for the Illinois Renewable Energy and Lifestyle Fair. Ah. And so there's a lot of... You might not be able to hear it, but I hear um, nail guns going off and pounding and screws going because <laughs> they are building uh, workshop areas and... Just preparing, putting up, uh, they're going to put up a mister because, well, it's kind of hot so that oh. people can go underneath. Um, but, I don't know, usually there's five to 6,000 people come to this, and this year there is an unprecedented amount of booths. And actually, if you guys start driving right now, you'll make it in time for the fair starting tomorrow morning. <laughs> huh. So... So it sounds like a lot of uh, renewable excitement going on. And, yeah, this year there's an unprecedented um, area, um, alternative vehicles, um, biodiesel, electric vehicles, <laughs> um, hybrid vehicles. Every year that section of the fair gets larger. People demand that. So. <laughs> they don't happen to have a Tesla Roadster, do they? <laughs> no, but they're going to have an NEV, um, which is basically an all-electric, um, one of those small ones that um, you were looking and interested in. Yeah. I, if I get a chance to, I will uh, test drive one of them. I forget the name of the brand, that, um, but a dealer is going to set up and have a lot of people test drive them. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. You mean we can use things other than uh, gas to travel around? <laughs> Say again? We can use things other than gas to travel around? Oh, yeah, there's actually a, cu a couple workshops. One guy who currently uh, lives on uh, no petroleum, he travels around either using, you know, vegetable oil for his car and uh, solar energy for his house. So he's going to be one of the speakers. And... Um, another one of the keynote speakers is the author of The 100-Mile Diet. I don't know if you remember, we um, actually read and um, talked about the book on the radio show. It might have been one of those weeks you were gone. No, I, I remember it, actually. Yeah. So the author of that, and I'm going to see if I can try to get an interview with her. And, I mean, literally, I mean, they're from uh, Canada, and if they can live in Canada on a diet within 100 miles of them, I think we can live in southern Illinois on that kind of diet. Yeah, Canada's a little bit more sparse. <laughs> <laughs> so. so, yeah, I, I may be putting you on the spot here, but do you happen to know if the uh, event has a website where people can go for more information? Oh, yeah, um, IllinoisRenew.org. And so there's the complete schedule of events there. And um, I had to come here early because well, I didn't have to, but I'm on the board, so it's a good idea to show up early to 
you know, actually help set up. So Yeah, so you came early because you're that dedicated to renewables. <laughs> <laughs> Got to wake yeah. up pretty, in the, pretty early in the morning to uh, make a renewable energy future. Yep. So I, actually, I would like to talk more about it, but I actually have to go and do some work. <laughs> okay. Well, so th thanks for phoning in, and we look forward yeah. to hearing more when you get back. All right. Stay cool. Thanks. You too. And that was that was Orr, who is usually here running the boards here at uh, uh, your community spirit, but he's off in the fields exploring renewables. I'm sure he'll be back next week with more exciting tales from his adventure out there. In the meantime, though, we do have happenings and news to get to. So we'll send a few of those your way after a little bit of music.
Yes, and that was from the Parsley and Sage Brush Band. And uh, we actually only have, <clears throat> excuse me, only have one happening for today. If you would like to send in your happenings to be read here on the air on WDVX, uh, you can contact us here at Your Community Spirit. Uh, my email address is treesong at treesong.org. And we also have info at yourcommunityspirit.org. But uh, that we were listening to Parsley and Sagebrush Band. They're playing at the Yellow Moon Cafe tonight from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. You can get more info on that at the yellowmooncafe.com. Also, 618-893-2394. So, it's a very bright, sunny day, as you may have noticed. We've had little bit of warmth going on over the past few days. So it was a nice day to hear about uh, the Renewable Energy Conference because it gives us something to be happy about, about all that sunshine that's coming our way. <laughs> you know, that sunshine does tend to heat us up, but can also make things run. <laughs> you know, it could create electricity and do it in a way that doesn't involve all the nastiness involved in petroleum products. So since that's our happening for today... Um, I believe we may as well get straight to the news. And got quite a collection of news stories for you, as usual. You can also send us news, actually, if you have any, whether it's local news or regional, national, international, interplanetary news you may have heard of. You can also send it to us at the, uh, the addresses I mentioned earlier, either treesong at treesong.org or also at... Uh, our radio show address, which is info at yourcommunityspirit.org. So here we go with our first story of the day. It's good news, bad news. Six species discovered in the Congo, four endangered gorillas shot. A research expedition to a remote forest in the Democratic Republic of the Congo found six new animal species, a bat, a rat, two shrews, and two frogs, and may have also found new plant species as well. The trip, which ran from January to March and was led by the Wildlife Conservation Society, represented the first scientific access to the isolated, violence-prone area since 1960. Quote, If we can find six new species in such a short period, it makes you wonder what else is out there, said Andrew Plumter, of WCS. Ah, dreamy. There might be lots of species out there. But hold on to your feel-good hat. The country is also struggling with the aftermath of the bewildering late July slaughter of four endangered mountain gorillas. Officials from the UN Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization will venture to Virunga National Park next week to investigate and to encourage more protection. Quote, if we can't stop these attacks, said Russell A. Mittermeier, head of the Conservation International, our closest living relatives will disappear from the planet. Straight to the source, BBC News, Planet Ark, Reuters, 8th of August, 2007.
And in other news, ah, damned environment, it's always getting in the way. A partisan eco-pass stalls the budget vote in California. California's massive state budget is nearly six weeks overdue. Uh, we know how that goes in Illinois. And a partisan eco-impasse is a major factor. The state assembly passed a spending plan in late July, but it stalled out in the state senate. The current sticking point, the 37-year-old Environmental Quality Act, under which the state can sue cities, counties, and developers that don't fully consider the eco-impacts of new development projects. Impacts that, these days, include, but are not limited to, climate change. Uh, Republicans are seeking a ban on such suits for three years, saying that voter-approved funding should go, quote, into levies and not into lawsuits. The Democrats are peeved. Quote, I'm here today to remove any doubt of ambiguity about where I am and where my caucus is, said Senate President Pro Tem Don Parada at a press conference this week. Quote, I will not bargain away California's environment to oil refineries or multi-state developers. Just one more vote would pass the thing. Dorada says no other legislation will be taken up until that happens. Straight to the source, Sacramento B, California Chronicle, 8th of July, 2007. The Heartbeat of the Earth. We try to listen to that here on Your Community Spirit. Now for our next story. Now, I wanted to really be sure I got to this one because people forget about coral reefs, but they're very, very important. Someone alert Ben and Jerry. Indo-Pacific coral reefs are disappearing twice as fast as rainforest, a study says. You can forget the rainforest. The coral reefs of the Indian and Pacific Oceans are vanishing twice as quickly researchers say. Now, we don't want you to literally forget the rainforest, but do, do divert your attention for a moment to this other also important story. The Indo-Pacific region, home to 75% of the world's coral reefs, has lost nearly 600 square miles of reef each year since the late 1960s. Now, I better read that one again. The Indo-Pacific region, which is home to 75% of the world's coral reefs, has lost nearly 600 square miles of reef that's not total, that's each year, since the late 1960s. In addition, coral cover, a measure of ocean floor coverage that reflects reef health, has shrunk from a historic average of 50% to an average of about 20% in 2003. A team from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, who published their work in the online journal, uh, PLOS-1, 
sifted through 6,000 surveys of over 2,600 reefs from the last few decades, finding surprisingly similar trends across the vast region, no matter what the local management policies looked like. Could it be, oh, let's see, some sort of global phenomenon? Oh, no, that would never happen. Quote, we have already lost half of the world's reef-building corals, says team lead John Bruno. Quote, we can do a far better job of developing technologies and implementing smart policies that will offset climate change. Straight to the source, BBC News, 8th of August, 2007. The Heartbeat of the Earth. Oh, that's, that song, by the way, is by a band called Incubus Succubus. And the title is, oddly enough, Heartbeat of the Earth. So in other news, will oil be damned? That's not, will I'll be damned, will oil be damned? President, uh, Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez pursues energy treaties in South America. Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez is on a four-nation swing through South America this week, using his country's oil riches to win friends and influence people. <laughs> Yesterday, Chavez signed an energy security treaty with Nestor Kirchner, the president of Argentina. He will continue on to Uruguay, Ecuador, and Bolivia, where observers expect similar energy agreements to be cemented. The treaty with Argentina with Argentina will see Venezuela buy $1 billion of that country's bonds, provide as much as $400 million for a new natural gas plant, and cooperate on initiatives including oil refining projects, power distribution, and alternative fuels. Kirshner, whose nation is suffering through a winter fuel shortage, welcomed the assistance. Others disparaged his reliance on, as one political opponent put it, quote, his usurious uncle Hugo. As for Uncle Hugo, analysts say, he's using the frenetic petro-diplomacy to push for Latin American unity against the U.S., whose energy-sucking ways he compared to Count Dracula. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's a very cruel thing to say about Count Dracula. <laughs> Straight to the source, BBC News, 8th of August, 2007.
it. And I believe we will uh, finish off here with, uh, we may have time for one more, but probably finish off here with one last story. Wanted to get to a climate change one. Not a terribly happy one, unfortunately, but got to keep climate change in mind. So the latest news, mon dieu, il fait chaud. European heat wave length has doubled since the 1880s, a study says. The average length of Europeans' sultry heat waves has doubled since 1880, recent research says, from an average of 1.5 days to an average of 3 days. By analyzing historical records from 54 stations across the continent, then correcting for an upward bias in earlier decades due to thermometers not being shielded from direct sunlight and indirect radiation, the team found that extreme temperatures are getting extremer. They wrote up their findings in the Journal of Geophysical Research Geophysical Research Atmospheres. Quote, These results add more evidence to the belief among climate scientists that Western Europe will experience some of the highest environmental and social impacts of climate change and continue to experience devastating hot summers more frequently in the future, said lead researcher Paul Della Marta of the University of Bern in Switzerland. Quote, They provide observational support to the climate modeling studies showing that European summer temperatures are particularly sensitive to global warming. Straight to the source, the New York Times, Fox News, which is apparently reporting on climate issues now, (laughs) BBC News, 4th of August, 2007. Oh, yes, and I have to get to this one quickly since we did mention this issue last week. It's an important issue to follow up on. Dream a little ream of me. Dream a little ream of me. The House passes ambitious energy bill and Bush threatens to veto. The first National Renewable Energy Standards uh, revoked... hmm, The first National Renewable Energy Standard revoked oil industry tax breaks that will help pay for energy. Funding for green jobs. A carbon-neutral federal government. What are all of these things? Uh, is this the diluted loungings of some kooky environmentalist talking about uh, revoked oil industry taxes and clean energy jobs? Well, no. It's a few of the features of the massive energy bill that passed the U.S. House uh, last weekend. Quote, We are turning toward the future, said House Speaker Nancy Pelosi from California. Quote, this, is, this beautiful planet is God's gift to us, and all the other creatures, I might add. <laughs> we have a moral responsibility to preserve it. The legislation, which notably requires utilities to generate 15% of their power from renewable sources by 2020, but does not address fuel economy, still faces hurdles. It must be morphed with the Senate version that was passed in June. Then whether the withering gaze of President Bush, who has threatened to veto. But hey, let's just be happy for now. The vote is, quote, a big, big deal, said Representative Edward Markey. Quote, there's been no legislation like this for a generation. Straight to the source, 
Los Angeles Times, the New York Times, 5th of August, 2007. So people actually paying attention to climate change, even in such a wild and wacky place as Washington, D.C. So that's our news and happenings for this week. Once again, if you have more happenings or news to send our way, you can either contact me at treesong at treesong.org, or you can send or an email for the show at info at yourcommunityspirit.org. It's supposed to be another hot one out there today, so uh, hopefully you'll find a way to stay cool, which at this time of year either involves staying indoors or finding a really good shaded spot, hopefully with some water to swim in. So enjoy the weather, and we'll be back next week. Have fun until then.